0: Hey, it's Bilal Vakani. You can follow me at BilalV87 on the Twitter and the interweb. And we're going to get right into the Raw review as AJ Styles defeated Ricochet, the new United States champion. The lead-up here was excellent. AJ did an interview earlier on explaining why he wanted to face Ricochet. And sort of explaining that Ricochet was one of the best. And this would be his first match back from injury. But during this interview, he did see the Good Brothers partying up with No Way Jose and sort of got in their face and told him to fo- focus on their match with the War Raiders, which, of course, they lost. The Good Brothers did show up during this match, um, and eventually AJ told him just to get out of there. That's not what he wanted. Uh, and this narrative was very strong, especially compared to Ricochet, who cut kind of a generic, boring promo. Uh, this guy's a-, a wizard in the ring, but he's a pawn outside of the ring. Uh, I Rick needs a manager or something. Uh, maybe AJ can bring it out of him. As Daniel Mante was saying yesterday on our Stomping Grounds show. But this was a five. Well, I won't say a five star match. But it was a very good Raw match. Um, the back and forth, the buildup was very good throughout. I really do want to see a Styles in the U.S. picture now. And the next thing that happened really made this work. And then it had to do with Kofi Kingston. So, Kofi had a match with Sammy. There was, oddly enough, a pre-match interview for Kingston. Of course, he was interrupted by KO and Sami Zayn. That went to a match, which, of course, Kofi won. After the match, KO cut a promo and then challenged Kofi. He still lost. And then Sammy attacked Kofi after that. Kofi still persevered until Samoa Joe attacked him from behind And this was just outstanding. It sets up an awesome program with Samoa Joe going after the WWE Championship. And I cannot wait. This is great. Uh, If you're wondering what the rest of the New Day was up to, I'll, I'll put it in here. Give it a little pump up. As the two tag team champions, the Planet's champions, Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan, teamed up with The Revival to take on the New Day and the Usos. Now, obviously, the New Day and the Usos have a lot of mutual respect, so they didn't have much of a problem teaming, but it was actually the Revival and the Planets Champions that didn't get along. There was a bit of a bump and a push, and next thing you knew, the Revival cost the Planets Champions their spot. This was an elimination tag, so it quickly came down to the Usos and the Revival, but that backfired as the Usos got the win, and this really positions them well to be in the Raw tag team title picture. I'm sort of surprised it's not the uh, Viking Raiders But obviously, they crushed the Good Brothers, and it'd be two heels, so we're not going to do that yet. Um, I wish I put this earlier, but this was really good. Miss TV with R-Truth and Carmella. Drake Maverick interrupted and explained that his wedding was ruined, and that he needed to get his true love back, not his bride, but the 24-7 championship. And this led to a match, because during the interview, the 24-7 rules were not in effect, so R-Truth could not be pinned. And Drake Maverick agreed to a match with R-Truth where nobody could interfere. Uh, R-Truth won this pretty easily. But later in the night, R-Truth, as he continued to ru- Like, he ran away from the goobers uh, after the match. But somehow made his way back just as Mojo Riley was about to face Heath Slater in a match that really looked like it didn't belong on Raw. By which I mean Slater. And possibly Mojo. Uh, Truth got in there. Slater won the title briefly. Truth won it back. Cedric Alexander won it. EC3 won it. And then with the help of Carmella, Truth got it back for now the ninth time. And that was that. Pretty fun stuff. Uh, I love Drake Maverick. He was very uh, despondent after. He actually was interviewed after the loss, before the ninth title change for our truth And he was uh, looked like he was crying. So some very good character work here. By Drake Maverick. And this whole stuff is good. I love all of this 24-7 title stuff. It's all been great. Um, I was less enthusiastic about how Raw started. Which is why I haven't gotten to it till the back half here. Seth Rollins came out of course. And he was interrupted by Becky Lynch. I'm surprised they didn't just come out together. But the interruption was an attempt at a surprise. Kind of was a little surprising. But we knew Becky would come out eventually. And of course they were interrupted by Lacey and Corbin. Who tried to attack the couple. They didn't quite get it. So then they did some talking, and uh, of course Lacey and Corbin want a winner's take-all title match at Extreme Rules. And that will happen, but the caveat is if they don't win, which they probably won't, this is the last chance at the titles for Corbin and Lacey Evans. And I'm okay with that. I'm not crazy about it. Uh, I kind of feel like, especially with Lacey, we've been there, done that with Becky, so this feels like a mistake. Um, uh, about the same. We've had Nikki and Alexa backstage. Then we, you know, basically Nikki was very despondent about what happened at Stompy Grounds with her costing Alexa the title match. After a commercial break, Nikki, for some reason, was by herself. She was then approached by Naomi and Natalia, who warned them, who warned, warned Nikki about Alexa. Alexa wasn't happy about this. A shoving match ensued. Somehow, out of this, we got Alexa versus Naomi, not a tag team match. But sure enough, and and Natalia wasn't even ringside. Sure enough, after this match ended, when Nikki served as as a distraction for Alexa to get the win, uh, basically, Alexa was holding up Naomi after the match, uh, basically telling Nikki, you have to hit her, hit her. I've got her here, hit her. Natalia came out. We got the tag team match we should have got anyways. Uh, Once again, Alexa manipulated Nikki, she got the pinfall. And I kind of don't know where they're going with any of this. It was nice to see Naomi and Natalia have a decent amount of time here. But do do they go for the tag titles now? Because the Warriors, the the women Warriors, I'm going to call them that, instead of the Kabuki Warriors, they seem to be in a title picture. Um, And obviously Becky is now tied up. So I guess Alexa and Nikki will just twist in the wind with the rest of the roster here. This is... Uh, unfortunate spot for them to be in. This was better. The next part was better than I thought, but I still don't care for it. Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon faced Roman Reigns in a handicap match where apparently they didn't have to tag and anything pretty much went. Uh, Roman fought him off for a bit, but eventually the double team became too much until The Undertaker, of all people, showed up to save Roman. I guess My Yard, Sue Yard, Two Castle, E Castle. I don't know what the hell the expression is. So I guess at Extreme Rules we'll have a tag team match with these four. I don't ever want The Undertaker to wrestle again. I guess this is about the most passable way to do it because you get Shane and Taker in one match together. But I kind of hope Drew McIntyre just puts him down once and for all here and this is the last time we see him in the ring. Not kill him, but pin him and that should be it. Um, At the bottom of the rung for Monday Night Raw was Bobby Lashley taking on Braun Strowman in a tug-of-war to prep this up or to make this seem bigger. They showed off both men uh, pulling off some, apparently, feats of strength. I, I, I understood Braun pulling the truck. I didn't really get Lashley breaking the rope on the post. That that didn't do it for me. Um, but this ended, ended in a DQ. Lashley couldn't be bothered to follow the rules. And I guess we got a couple big guys in a rivalry that's just there for the sake of being there. Not a great way not a great match to have on raw, but I guess it's a thing. Uh, but otherwise, very good raw. Um, I like a lot of the direction coming out of stomping ground. It feels like we're moving a lot of storylines forward, especially with the US and the WWE title. I'm not crazy about the mixed tag match. I like the idea of a mixed tag match being something bigger with two titles. but this is just not what I want to see. You know, if you had told me that Charlotte was going to win the SmackDown Women's Title and then Andrade was going to become Intercontinental Champion, and they were going to pull a switch and have them go up against a Selena Vega and Alistair Black, that would be an infinitely better version of this rivalry because Corbin and Lacey Evans just feel kind of thrown together, and we've seen enough of Lacey and Becky and even Corbin and Rollins this is kind of the last I want to see of that and I really don't want to see Lacey or Corbin as champion so this is really the last we'll probably see of either superstar in the main event barring a move to SmackDown which they both probably probably will happen around the time it goes to Fox so that's what I thought about WWE Raw you can tweet me at BilalV87 you can listen to this podcast subscribe on Spotify and iTunes and as always comment on Wrestling and Ass Edge We'll keep the conversation going. Thank you very much. Peace out. See you guys for SmackDown tomorrow night.